When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by our friends at Sears Imported Autos, serving four generations of happy returning customers. Sears Imported Autos is just 10 minutes west of downtown on 394 in Minnetonka. More information at searsimports.com. You know what drives me crazy? Two-hour themed Zoom meetings with our boss. A phone call from B. Arthur? No, buying something pre-owned and having it break in like two days. That's the worst! It is, but you know what? If you're buying a pre-owned car, get it from Sears Imported Autos. And you won't have that problem, believe me. Really? Oh, absolutely. They have an amazing selection of certified pre-owned cars that are vetted. Not just checked, they are vetted. Wow, that sounds very dramatic and serious. Well, it is. Sears takes it very seriously, and they back it up with extensive warranty coverage, which equals peace of mind. You know you're buying a quality car, and you know you won't have to worry about something happening, and I love that. But I don't want to leave the house. Oh, I hear you. And a lot of people don't want to leave the house. That's why you can browse and even complete the whole car purchasing process online. Like, from your couch. You can do it all at SearsImports.com. Again, SearsImports.com. And you can also configure your dream car, and then they'll find it, and even if you want, bring it to your door. How about financing? Because I assume I have to pay for the car? Um, yes, Lex, you do. (laughs) Sears has so many financing options. And their staff makes that part of it so easy and painless. I was, I'm not kidding, I was amazed when I bought my car there uh, recently, uh, back in November. The financing portion, which I usually dread, took, and I timed this, six minutes. No joke. I laughed. I was like, what? It's one of the things I remember most from that glorious day. And it's one of the many reasons why. Sears Imported Autos won best of the best from Mercedes in 2018 and 2019. And they've been serving four generations of returning happy customers for over 55 years. That is remarkable. Sears Imported Autos, 10 minutes from downtown Minneapolis on 394. For more information or to see their huge inventory, just go to SearsImports.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk Little 7 1, Everything Entertainment, Everything. Hey, girl, hey. Hey. I'm Jason Matheson along with Alexis Thompson, Don McClain, and Kenny. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. Thanks for logging on. Maybe the app, maybe you're listening to us on your Alexa. No matter how you're doing it, thank you. 
It is uh, Oscar Monday, so we are the home of everything entertainment, so you know we are going to have comprehensive coverage. Uh, all day on, long. All day long. Our show, Don and Steve, uh, Kalina Bradley, and then 3 to 6, uh, all day long. Uh, I'm personally uh, not trying to show favoritism, but I'm personally looking forward to Kalina Bradley because Kalina Lindstrom was feeling exactly how we were feeling. I think one of her <laughs> tweets said she does; she's never been as bored as she was last night. And uh, yeah, we so were sad. we were we were tracking with her. Well, let's start off doing what we do, and that is a winner's montage. If you didn't watch it, and probably eighty percent of you did not watch it, we'll see the ratings a little bit later today. I. I'm going to bet that the series finale of Cop Rock uh, had better ratings than what we're going to see with the Oscars. <laughs> but we'll, you know, um, here is a winner's montage of all the big ones. For best actor in a supporting role. And the Oscar goes to Daniel Kaluuya, <laughs> Judas and the Black For the best supporting actress, Jo Jung-yoon. And the Oscar for best animated feature, Soul. And the Academy Award for Actor goes to Anthony Hopkins, The Father. The Oscar for Best Actress goes to Frances McDormand, No And the Oscar goes to Chloe Zhao, Nomadland. And the Oscar goes to Nomadland. There we go. Nomadland taking home Best Big Picture. Winner. Yeah, the big winner, even though the award Francis. was given out like an hour before the close of the show. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Odd choice. Weird. Odd, odd choice. Which tells me, you know, everyone's uh, having a conspiracy theory of, well, you know, the Oscars used Chadwick Boseman's image and, and then ended up not giving them anything. To me... Proof that the Academy producers do not proof of the integrity of the of the sealed envelope. Yes. The producers obviously did not know because if they had known, they would not have stacked the show the way they stacked the show. They put best actor last because they were hoping for a grand emotional moment to close the night. That you know, if I'm a producer, I'm gonna do that or I'm gonna roll the dice. Boy. Uh, did they pick the wrong horse here? They uh, did. Well, yeah, because they presented, if you didn't watch, the best picture first, and then the best actress, and then the best actor. And yeah. then Anthony Hopkins wasn't there, so it was like, and eh, we accept it. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Good night, everybody. Stay tuned for Dick Clark. You know what I mean? Oh, Those my are, God. It's so weird. And thank God Frances McDormand didn't oh. talk forever and was somewhat normal. Now, she did howl like a wolf mm-hmm. during yeah. the... Best Please watch our movie on the largest screen possible, and one day, very, very soon, take everyone you know into a theater, shoulder to shoulder, in that dark space, and watch every film that's represented here tonight. We give this one to our wolf. Well, I, I don't know what that was. Now uh, I watched No Man Land. Oh, okay. Because I was yeah, trying to remember movie. during No Mad Land if they all did that together by a campfire, and I just didn't remember. So, mm-hmm. oh. it was just in in my talkers. We talked a, a little bit more about the Oscars as well. General thoughts in our six o'clock hour. We'd encourage you to listen to that, download that podcast a little bit later. But okay, let's just go round robin. Uh, let's break it down like this. 
What do you think was the biggest hurdle, the biggest problem with what they did, with the production, with the show? What was your biggest beef, Lex? Couple things. First is that it was not fun at all. Where was the fun? When they finally went out into the audience and Glenn Close did the butt, but that was toward the end of the show, and they also had to bleep out cuss words, so that was a whole nother thing. That was the most entertaining thing that I can think of. And there were some good speeches. Um, Mia Neal, who won for Bla- Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, um, she won for hair and makeup. That was really touching and beautiful. And her gown was one of the best. That, Stunning. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful Stunning. with the over-exaggerated collar and the beautiful pearls going down in that royal purple. Oh, fashion won big time last night. But also, uh, why wouldn't they show any clips of the film any any kind of images of here's what the makeup looks like here's what the the fashion choices that they made it just seemed like that was a big loss and taking the pictures of the people just sitting in their little half circle chairs and tables there just looking all awkward and weird and they looked super bored didn't they yeah like i don't want to be here what are we doing a severe lack of energy sitting in those oh, uh, Culver's yeah. diner booths. I mean, at least pass out some milkshakes or something. I mean, or, anything. Yeah, pass browns or something. Mm-hmm. Dawn? Uh, mine is no walk-off music. Made the speeches very long. I mean, oh. within the first hour, we had only given away like four awards. I was like, this is a nightmare. Uh, and then no movie clips. It's a, It's yeah. about movies, and you didn't add any movie clips? Like, the only ones that we saw were for, I believe, Best Picture, and then uh, some for Documentary, but, gosh, I just thought it was such a shame. Like, a lot of people haven't seen all of these movies because of the pandemic, and, you know, I debated whether or not to spend $20 to watch Minari, and I should have, because the person that won for Best Supporting Actress was the best part of the show. Oh, yeah. She, she got was... up there, and she was so cute and hilarious. Brad Pitt, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> introduced her. Um, and then the the third thing was, can we have somebody help them up the stairs? Because there was a set of stairs on the side, but they chose to take this big step on this partition up the stage, and people tripped. I'm like... Have somebody please guide them to the stairs that are two feet away. You know what I mean? I mean, that shouldn't have been a big problem, but yeah. every time I clench my butt cheeks. That was yeah. an issue at the Grammys, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, mine is just very simple. I had no problem. I actually found it wonderful that a lot of quote-unquote smaller films were celebrated last night. Mm-hmm. I have no beef. I said this to a couple people because I was pretty active on Twitter last night. And I was talking to people, my argument, or not my my argument, my beef isn't with the nominees or um, even the winners. I mean, there are a few winners, but that's, no one's ever happy with all the winners. My, my beef is pretty simple, but very blunt. Um, And I, and it was actually a response to our buddy, Stephanie March. Uh, I'll read her tweet that I, I have a kind of a rebuttal to that. I think Steph represents a, a chunk of the audience. And I think my feelings kind of represent the others. Steph wrote, I know I'm not in the Twitter cool kids camp, but I quite like this version of the Oscars where we care about words and speeches and storytelling and the people who make the pretty things. And, and, and Paul from Paul's movie trip said something similar of like, he felt this was a color, uh, like a, a, a collection of artists. I don't meet. Well, I do. I, I'm, I'm going to be blunt. 
that's not a show. Yeah. That's not a show that the majority of television mm-hmm. viewers want to see. I agree with March and I agree with Paul. I, I without the behind the scenes folks and the quote unquote boring awards, we wouldn't have movies. I don't I think they should be celebrated, but my goodness, you two things have to work if you're going to do that. Two things have to work simultaneously. Celebrate these folks, but the celebration, the Oscars has to work as a television program. And what I mean by that is it has to be entertaining. Fundamentally, it, fun. it has to be entertaining. If you're going to have it on a broadcast network, if you're going to put it on TV in prime time and make it a show, a yeah. show, I'm sorry. I, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. The vast majority of the audience doesn't care about Rita, the costume designer's backstory. I did at first, and well, then I first, got no, bored. But my my it's the point way is, presented it. it's yeah. the way they presented yeah. it, and uh, my feeling is, I, I'll be, I'll differ a little bit on that. I care about Rita, but I care about Rita's work. The work should. So if, we are, if we are sta- if we are celebrating Rita, and I'm I'm pulling this name out of the air. Yeah. If we're celebrating Rita, the costume designer, shouldn't her work speak for her for itself? For the movie that she won for, the for movie, show yes. it. Show me yeah, Rita's work. Exactly. I no offense. I mean this respectfully. I don't care that Rita started out helping to sew the costumes for Mars Attacks. <laughs> I, I really don't, and I don't think the television viewer cares either. What the tele- make us fall in love with Rita by showing us her work, and exactly. they did not do that. And to me, that was a loss. How easy is that? Even if it's the sketches, here's the rendering of what their idea, and then here's the fruition. Beautiful. And then then that's real artistry there because you're really seeing it. Or maybe they could have combined those two things, and while you're showing the costume, say, Rita used to work on Sesame Street making puppets. And then you go, and then you see, you know, her work on Mank. I mean, it's just. But, and then, uh, and to to connect or to uh, jump on you guys, Edit it down. I don't need a 15-minute bio on Rita, the costume director. Dawn, that's a great idea. You know, uh, here's the work. Rita started out at 20th Century Fox in 1998, and here she is. Boom, it's two sentences. Brevity, yes, girl, brevity. getting coffee I mean, for Aaron Sorkin. Moving on. Moving on. Because you got to... I think you, it felt longer because it wasn't entertaining. It, it wasn't presented in a fun way or entertaining way yes, at all. Yes, It, it probably was just two three sentences top simple sentences but it felt like it was a mountain we were climbing and the truth of the matter is people want i mean we can break it down and i'm sure the girls are going to say this at three to six let's break it down even more harshly it's the oscars you know what people want to see people want to see viola davis people want to see brad pitt hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts People want to see, uh, 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 you know, a tri- people want to see Tyler Perry. People want to see Julia Roberts. I'm sorry. It's they want to see the glamour. They want to see the razzle dazzle. There was no razzle, no dazzle. No last musical night. performances. They were that I was mean, all put to the pre-show. I kind of liked that, but 
Oh. Well, well, the pre-show. Here's here's you know what they did with I the didn't musical watch the numbers. Pre-show. I didn't either, but they put all of the the musical numbers in the pre-show. Here's yeah. what you do if you if you want to do backstories and try to get people to care more about the quote unquote boring awards. Do biographies in the pre-show. They're awful anyway. That that red carpet pre-show is just a box of crap. No mm. matter who does it, no matter who produces it, it's it's they're horrible. Put the bios. Put great. Great, put long, great pieces about uh, about the behind the scenes folks sure. in the pre-show. So that way, when we get to the Oscars, we know a little bit about them. Don't yeah, and they can keep it within three hours too. Yes, don't I tried weigh to watch down the of, show. Yeah, I tried to watch some of the performances, and then I I clicked over to E because I wanted to see the fashion. Yeah, that, the fashion last night was pretty spectacular. I mean, gorgeous. How bad did? Amanda Seyfried want to be up on stage in that red dress yeah. and oh. Carrie Mulligan. She was like a big uh, bell. I mean, Gold. Mm-hmm. it's like, oh, no, they didn't yeah. make it up there. Nope, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. I'm sure Elizabeth Reese is going to have some more coming up next yeah. in the Dirt Alert. Hey, ladies, want to go for a test drive? Um, I knew it, Don. Jason's buying us a car. So, do you mind if I ask for one with a moonroof and heated cup holders? Guys, I'm not going to buy you a car. We're going to test drive a new smile. Rude. No, goofball. Your smile is great. But look, if you don't like your smile for whatever reason, Dr. Amy at Hughes Dental can take you for a smile test drive. How does that work? Well, after someone does one of Dr. Amy's legendary virtual smile consults and they start to consider veneers, Dr. Amy can do a 30-minute appointment where she puts on a composite material that will show the patient what their actual new smile could look like. That's some Star Wars stuff right there. Well, that's why I call Dr. Amy, er, the Yoda of dentistry. Contact Dr. Amy and ask her about virtual smile consults and the smile test drive at Hughes-Dental.com. Oh, and don't forget, Dr. Amy can be your regular dentist, too. Again, that's Hughes-Dental.com. And follow them on Instagram for the latest promotions. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Uh, we are continuing on this Oscar Monday with the Dirt Alert and Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Well, good morning. Happy Monday, you guys. Happy Monday. Fun to start to read Ooh. all of the recaps and um, little bits and pieces of things that we might have missed from the Oscars mm-hmm. last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard you say that the fashion was over the top good, and I completely agree. Every yes. image that I like, I even scrolling through Instagram and seeing celebrities post ahead of time and they must have gotten a note to post like throwback images too from the Oscars because like Sandra Bullock posted an image from her at the Oscars in 2008. There were just lots of celebrities that were posting their old looks and I just can imagine that the Academy sent out a note and said hey if you want to post photos of yourself at previous award shows that would be amazing. Yeah Yeah. you know don't you think they're on a master list and wouldn't it be fun to get that master email list? Ooh, probably yes. just goes to the publicist, but still. Probably, yeah. Um, yeah, lots of people uh, saying that Regina King, uh, Carrie Mulligan, um, Andre Day, all at the top of the list for best dressed. What about Viola Davis? Viola Davis oh is the next God, one. That was I my know. favorite. That dress in white is so oh, fantastic. Zendaya, cutouts. Zendaya oh, was un- unbeatable. 
Oh, perfection. Oh, my gosh. Perfection. But can we talk about Halle Berry's hair? Okay. That was like Queen's Gambit. Somebody stole her bangs. Oh, no. Queen's Gambit at the orphanage hair. (laughs) What was it? Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Don. Beautiful dress, but... Ooh. The color, stunning, but yeah, that was very distracting. Yeah, very. I agree. Zendaya, though, I can't even oh. stop with this color. This neon oh yellow, like, I, I will never look like mm. that in anything. <laughs> that being said, I just want a little bit of neon yellow, just so I can channel my inner Zendaya, because I feel like it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. She was wearing, by the way. Stunning. That gown was a custom Valentino gown, and it was paired with over 183 carats worth of Belgari jewels, which were valued at over $6 million. I, oh! And because did you see the necklaces at the top? It was yeah. unreal. I must be thinking of the different dress that looked like a bathing suit top with a skirt. Yeah, that's Yellow? what it is. Yeah, oh, I did not like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. <gasps> really? No, I thought looks like a bathing suit top. <laughs> kind of I think it looks so good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It just was I'm I'm in the minority here, so Yeah, that's you guys fair. Love she on I mean, it. she's at the top of all of the best dressed like People magazine has their best dressed list. She's at the top. Oh boy. She was also wearing Jimmy Choo pumps, which you couldn't see, but because they were under the dress. Mm-hmm. Ah. I'm, I'm wearing Jimmy Choo's right now, by the way. Jimmy Choo's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I got, I will tell you a little Jimmy Choo story. I actually bought Jimmy Choo's for my wedding. And oh. five eyewitness news anchor, Megan Newquist, I was talking to her about my wedding planning. <laughs> and I was like, I can't find any shoes that I like except for these Jimmy Choo's. And they're so expensive, but I love them. And she said, Elizabeth Reese. Buy the Jimmy Choo's because you are going to get married. You are going to have babies and you will never justify buying Jimmy Choo's for yourself oh, for a long good. time. That's so for this moment, nice. you should do it. And I was like, you know what? Yes, Megan. Megan, I am going to. <laughs> yes. I wore them one time. Do They've it, been in my girl. closet. They're in a, they're in a drawer right over there. Them again? Have you worn them again? <laughs> no. Did your feet change after babies? My feet are just fatter. Yes. Thank you for uh-huh. asking about it. Mine too. Just yeah. like a duck, like wider. Oh, yeah. And yeah. my feet were already wide i would mm-hmm. i was like the kid who would go into stride right my mom would be like we need to go into the extra width section yes for you. i had to wow, the stride right there's a name yeah. from the past <laughs> yes. wow dog it was a big deal when we you got to go there. to stride right yes. yes there you go um okay so back to the oscars <laughs> and away from my duck-like feet yeah. um, me too girl <laughs> chloe zhao made history she is the first chinese and woman of color to be named best director she won this for the movie no Man Land, of course, featuring Frances McDormand, which you can watch on Hulu. It also took home the prize for Best Picture. But here's something really interesting. So the Chinese government has imposed a virtual news blackout. This is according to the New York Times, that censors have been trying to tamp down or strug out, scrub out discussion of the award on social media. Now, generally, huh. Chinese state-run news media outlets love to celebrate its citizens on the global stage sure. but they made nearly no mention of the oscars what? or uh or chloe zhao and lots of internet users and fans are like doing wordplay to try to evade the censors you know or they're like blocking out yep. certain letters oh. yeah so she has been a target of some national backlash over remarks she's made about china in the past but they haven't given a reason for this immediate um suppression but boy, isn't that Weird. unbelievable? Yeah. I guess it's not when you think about how the yeah, Chinese government the runs and the censorship and all of that yeah. that goes on. 
Yeah. But what a what a great uh, what a great celebration for her and 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 the fact that we're in the 93rd Academy Awards and there's only been two women that oh, have I won know. best director that's eye roll inducing but my yeah. goodness I'm glad you know change is afoot yeah me in too that arena. yeah um, and it's and a great film I haven't seen it I gotta watch I, I haven't see seen anything so I've gotta watch it. Yeah, we should say, shameless plug, tomorrow, Dawn saw like 80 movies over the weekend, so we're going to do we're gonna do that tomorrow. So Dawn saw a lot of the Academy Award winning movies. Oh, that's and, great. And Elizabeth, I'm sure you guys will have more coming up on Twin Cities Live, oh, I'm yeah, assuming. Oh, yeah, we'll have a great time. Chatting Perfect. a little bit of recap fun for you. Okay, today at 3. Speaking of movies, when we come back, it's the moment Dawn has been dreading since Friday at 8.56 a.m. I will assign her... A rom-com to watch in the return of our classic forced movie reviews when we come back. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. It's the first show of the new year and the Captain Antoniel do it right with their guests Marilyn McCoo and Billy Davis Jr., John Biner, Muhammad Ali, and Joe Namath. It's the new 1977 Captain and Tennille. You are the apple of my eye. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. That's right. Tonight at 9, 8 Central and Mountain, Captain and Tennille. And Fantastic. if you have Marilyn McCoo. I, I mean, mean. That's. She was everywhere. Everywhere. In the 80s. What more do you need? I mean, yeah, Dion Marilyn McCoo. Yes. I need Dion. Oh. Remember Dion's uh, Dion show, Solid Gold? Solid yeah, Gold. Sol- with the oh, Solid Gold yeah. dancers. Oh. It come back. Something like that. Oh, something real cheesy. I mean, look yeah. at Dancing with the Stars. That's just as cheesy as any 80s show. Beyond. Yeah. I don't know. But it was so, oh, God, Solid Gold. come back? Maybe. <laughs> She'd be interested, you think? Oh I don't know. God, she would be so funny because she's hilarious yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Tweeting and, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, she's at that age where she's lost her governor. She governor's, doesn't care. So <laughs> she doesn't yeah. care. She'll say any old thing. Say, oh, she needs to come back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's like, why are, yeah, why are you performing here? Like, can you imagine her? Why are you here on Solid Gold? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Her interviews. <laughs> this, is, this is genius. We need to pitch this. Yeah. Oh, here's a little, I think... Oh yeah, here's Oh, here's the solid gold theme song. Sun sung by Dion. Oh yeah. Come on, Dion, take us away. It sounds like she's behind the stage singing in a tin can. I know. It's right. Dionne Warwick. So Bring right. her up. She has a better voice than that. You don't need to have all that reverb on it. No, but it's the mid-80s. They loved those electric drums that's, back then. That's yeah. true. That echoey. Gosh. Feel that beat in your bones. They. Okay, so we're flashing back. 
Yeah. What was the show that Ed McMahon was a part of? Star Search. Star Search. Star Search. I yeah. loved Star Search. Me too, Alexis. Britney oh. Spears, Rosie O'Donnell, just to name two that were uh, that were on Star Search. Yeah, and Justin uh-huh. Timberlake wasn't he? Yep. In it? Joey Laura. Uh, jo- had a model. Yeah. <laughs> Models. Oh, the the spokesmodel the category. Spokesmodel category. Oh, oh yeah. God. Sam yep. Harris. Do you remember him? He no. was like the super winner. Um, oh, oh what God, to him. Jeez, uh, I don't know. But Here's he was a 1983 winner. Here's a little bit. From Hollywood, the entertainment capital of the world, it's the 1986 competition of Star Search. Ah, with your host, Ed McMahon. And special guest tonight from Hill Street Blues, Michael Warren. And last week's returning Star Search champion, female vocalist Teresa Henderson. TV spokesmodel champion, Karen Marie Thomas. That's right, TV spokesmodel champion. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that. So good. So and then good. And they get half stars, too. Yeah, yeah. Well... Oh. I have delayed it uh, long enough. It's time to punish Don McLean. And oh, uh, wait, I was going to play a clip of Sam Harris. No, 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 no. Oh, well, no go ahead. No, no. Late. Do you have Sam Harris? I really do. You have do. Sam- he yeah, was do it, do it. No, I want to hear it. I want to hear yeah, it. Somewhere over the rainbow. That's what he was famous for um, oh. on the show. And here he is. Skip a little forward here. It's very effective. Yeah. Oh, this is like people loved it, you guys. Oh. He was a superstar in 1983. Oh, it's toilet water. Oh, anyway. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I'm sure this stupid movie's gonna that. be toilet yeah, water. Whatever, lady. I would rather watch infomercials about whatever, lady. I can't believe you're making me do this. Why do we have to talk about that? Do I have to? Forced movie reviews. You forced me to do this. This. this, this. Oh, it gives me such pleasure. Um, after a couple months off, we have returned to the original recipe of Kentucky Fried Chicken, of our forced movie review. Every week, Alexis, Dawn, and I will assign uh, one of us a movie to watch in a category we can't stand. Now, here's where I will pause and say Dawn deserves a little credit because she raised her hand and yeah. volunteered before Alexis and I even thought about doing it. Uh, <laughs> volunteered. Yeah. Touche, Lex. We yeah. were like, uh, uh, we'll I, don't, uh, I don't know yeah. how busy I'm going to be in the next coming weeks, so let's get this over with now. Yeah, uh, so Don Don volunteered to get back on the horse first. So she hates rom... If you forget this, uh, we haven't done this in a while. If you forget, Dawn cannot stand romances and rom-coms. Alexis can't stand horror movies. And I have a visceral reaction to action movies. We're talking your Von Doms, your your, uh, Wesley Snipes, your Sylvester Stallones, any of those. So it is my turn because I love rom-coms. So here, and I have the trailer ready to go. Um, (laughs) Here here is this week's forced movie review assignment for Doug. So he can see God's beautiful work. And he'll know that 
Even things like this happen for the best. What do they teach you to talk like this in some Panama City sailor want a hump hump bar? Sell crazy someplace else. We're all stocked up here. Oh. TriStar Pictures invites you to meet a truly appalling individual. He's a freak show. He's the worst person I ever met. Help! If you want to see me, you will make an appointment. Dr. Green, how can you diagnose someone as an obsessive compulsive disorder and then act as though I had some choice about barging in? You have messed your last floor. <laughs> Have you, uh, have you seen my dog with a little, oh. little face? Uh-oh. You have no idea what your work means to me. How do you write women so well? I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. Moment! Wait! Shut up, kids! <laughs> Definitely a package you don't want to open or touch. Pay me a compliment, Melvin. I need one. Quick. I love you. You make me want to be a better man. That's right. 1997's yes. As Good As It Gets, uh, one of my all-time favorite movies. Me too. I was going to say, don't you love this movie, I love Jeez. this movie. You do? Yes, because Jack Nicholson is amazing in it. <laughs> Pick another Damn one it. quick, Jeez. Oh my gosh, and Greg Kinnear is great. And Helen Damn Hunt. it, Kenny! Yes. <laughs> this is such a good pick. Kenny, what have I done? Oh, this is an oh, awful movie! Do, I don't. Do you pick another? What's one? wrong with you? No, people? I no. Dawn should rewatch it and maybe see if it stands. T- have you seen it lately, Dawn? No. Okay, good. So okay. let's see if it stands the test of time. Okay. I mean, you sure. know, uh, director James L. Brooks, which I picked this for a very specific reason, so it's fine. And, and we, we, hey, we can look at it as Dawn uh, of us easing back into yes, this. Sure. Um, I picked this. I picked this for a reason because it's Oscar Monday. This was one of those movies that proves, you know, you don't always get what you want. This is one of those uh, Oscar snubs that still to this day infuriates me and infuriated Jack Nicholson. The movie, the movie was nominated for Best Picture. Uh Uh-huh. But James L. Brooks was not nominated for Best Director. Oh, how can you have right. a movie? How can you? It never makes any sense. No, that I, doesn't make sense. It doesn't. And, and I get it's a different voting body. I know practically why it happens. But this one, and, and it really pissed Jack off. And Jack uh, got on stage. Nicholson got on stage and made a little slight about it, um, basically calling oh. out the Academy. Yes, and, because yes. all the actors won. All, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, Helen Hunt and Jack Nicholson won yes. Best Actor and Actress. Greg Kinnear was nominated. Yep, but James L. Brooks, who is an amazing producer and director, yeah. uh, not did nominated. not even acknowledged. And it's wow. like... How do you, did the movie just crap out? I mean, did you, did someone just squat on the sidewalk and the movie yeah. just came out? Not to be gross, but I'm like, it happens <laughs> right with the director. The yeah, yeah. Please. So, anyway. Uh, so, as good as it gets, Dawn, enjoy it oh, again. I'm watching this movie yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. I don't do that, but that's, I, oh, yes. I okay. love this good movie. Pick. It's Helen Hunt at her best, it's yes. Kinnear at his best, Cuba Gooding Jr. at, and it's Nicholson. Oh, it's heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. Nicholson, it's my favorite role of his uh, because you end up loving Melvin. You yes. don't want to, 
Yep. You, you, he's disgusting, but you end up having such empathy for him and uh, and his transformation with Helen Hunt. They and they have amazing chemistry in this movie. So mm-hmm. anyway, uh, eight forty three. When we come back, uh, we're gonna wrap things up after this. Get to the club in the Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm Jace with Lex, Dawn, and Kenny. Don't forget, Oscar coverage continues all day long. Don and Steve, Colleen and Bradley, in three to six. We'll have their take on the 93rd Academy Awards. And tomorrow on our show, Dawn watched 80 movies over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> some of the <laughs> Dawn watched a lot of the Academy Award winning movies, so we'll get Dawn's take on uh, some of those. Plus, uh, Mighty Ducks. We didn't even get to oh, the yeah. Winter Soldier finale. Oh, I'm going to watch that today, Jace. Okay. Yep. I watched it. So, uh, yeah. So, we'll talk about all that. We have a fun show coming up tomorrow. Uh, but right now, it is time to find out what has jumped the shark. I'll fire up the boat. I'm jumping the shark. Shark, shark. Hey. It's not as good as it used to be. Things have gotten worse, not better. What happened to you? Jump the shark. It was dump a mundo. <laughs> Ageism has jumped the shark. Oh. Um, and this is kind of a hybrid jump the shark. It, the peg, as we say in the biz, the peg is a tweet sent by uh, uh, Tom Bergeron, a cryptic tweet that had fans very excited. Hmm. He tweeted out, uh, I think it was Thursday or Friday, uh, a quote from The Godfather Part 3. Hmm. Uh, uh, and the quote was, just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in. Oh, and that's what he teased. And then everybody lost their mind thinking that Thank dancing God. that was going to bring him back. Well, he later clarified uh, that no. Uh, he writes in a second tweet, I am returning to hosting. That's the part I hope doesn't disappoint some of you. But it's not going to be a show I previously hosted. However, it's very reminiscent of a show I previously oh. hosted. So he is he is not coming back to Dancing with the Stars, which leads me um, which leads me to the ageism thing. Now, there's no proof that that's why ABC got rid of Tom. But look, um, we're not dumb. And, and and this got brought up again because and I don't agree with half of the things he says. But Bill Maher kind of went off on this on on his show on Friday, talking about how age ageism age jokes are still the, the the last ism that can still be made fun of. Sure. You know, you, you can't uh, you, we can't really talk about weight. You can't talk. You know what I mean? But yeah. age jokes, you know, making grandpa jokes, and, especially and, for guys, especially for guys, it's still allowed. You know, and we're really one of the few cultures that that don't revere and and celebrate the old. I mean, in Japan, I, I mean, you're, you're celebrated as an elder. Here, it's grandpa jokes. And we don't take advantage of the wisdom of... Now, look, I'm getting way deep for a jump the shark, but the two things are connected because to this day, I think from just a strategic point of view, it was one of the worst moves that, that Dancing with the Stars could have done to get rid of Tom Bergeron. Because there was no controversy. He didn't there, do anything. No. He didn't step out of line. It's not he's not explaining racism or none of those things. He was just beloved. He was beloved, but he, you know, reached an age where yeah. uh the producers thought, ooh, we need to chase the eighteen to thirty-four demo. 
I'm sorry to tell you, ABC, um, Dancing with the Stars is never going to get that demo. No. I don't, I don't care if you put logic or uh, I don't care oh, if, yeah. uh, if uh, you know, I don't care who you get to host. It's so stop chasing your tail. And you should have respected the audience that you had, which is the same demographic that Tom Bergeron is in. So by repla- by chasing the shiny metal thing, and look, it's no offense to Tyra. She took the job. She's doing it. I personally don't like her as host of Dancing with the Stars. But to get rid of this dude who is a master of live television just because his hair got a little gray is ridiculous to me didn't and i think a horrible a, business move i'm sorry didn't he make no, some I, comments about the last season he was on and how it was um the judging happened i think he made a public statement that was oh, controversial but i can't I know with spicy he did okay, he made oh, with a, spicy that's what with it sean was. spicer yeah he, ba- he basically made a statement that um and i'm paraphrasing that politics should not be entered into dancing with the stars yeah yeah that yeah. that we should not be having political people on mm-hmm. dancing with the stars which you know what i agree with them yeah but you know did that get him in trouble with the with the Maybe. executives sure i think that they just thought don't yeah. you ever tell us what to do you have no right to say that publicly and they're like let's make plans to get rid of him because you can't talk back like that i i just think it was a miscalculation that's what why i'm Aaron naming Andrews them jump the shark oh, is, big... is it because they were a pair yeah. Is that yeah. why? Yep. Just make it all new. Tyra by, uh, by herself. Mm. I'm sorry. I agree with you, Jason. I tried for two episodes and it was so cringy. I probably should have given job. her more time, but I just didn't. It just felt very empty. I just think it's it's you a need waste. To play to, off each other. Well, yeah. You need two people at least. Uh, they they just need to know hashtag know your audience. You know what I mean? Know your audience and. Thinking that you're gonna suddenly all the the, the TikTok generation is gonna tune into your show because Tyra Banks is hosting, that's a fool's errand. It's not gonna happen, and it didn't happen. The ratings plunged, so that's why. I mean, it's all connected. I, I piece this together with Plato, but um, it's just getting rid of someone because they have a little gray hair, um, and 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 thinking that's gonna be the magic bullet to revitalize a show is a fool's errand and and very misguided and disrespecting of the audience that it's actually watching your show. That's just me. Yes. Because mm-hmm. I think Tom Bergeron in this current generate in this current who we have left is yeah. a master of live television. So he's he oh, gonna he do is. another dancing competition show? I think so. That's I what it sounds so. like. Yeah, I oh, hope he, and I, I hope, hope he so. wipes the dance floor with mm-hmm. Dancing on with a the different Stars. Network, or are we I, I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Dear friends, that's going to do it for us. Go out there and be yourself, because no, even if you have gray hair, because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong, right, Lex? That's right. You do you. You be you. Have a fantastic day. We love you so much, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now. It's a beautiful day.